Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to another episode of Fat Talks by Tumi. Another day, another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always tuning in. Today we're continuing. It's a second part of the series, 10 Reasons Why You Are Not Monetizing Your Gifts. Last week, we touched on five reasons, I think. Um, And I do hope you listened to that one. And if you haven't listened to that one, I suggest listen to it after listening to this. Or maybe you should listen to that first so that you can just go with the flow. Anyway, it really doesn't matter. But listen to that first episode first because um, we're touching on 10 reasons. And I want you to identify with one or more of those reasons. And maybe we can debunk some of the myths around your fears, right? Anyway, let's go right into it. Reason number five now, I think. Why are you not monetizing your gifts? It just could be because you have tried it before. Yep. There's nothing like failure um, to hold you back from doing something. You've actually attempted monetizing your gift before and you failed. You failed in every way, in any way you want to consider failure, whether you didn't make money, whether you had to shut down the business, whether somehow or the other it just didn't work out. And now you are still licking those wounds um, and you can't imagine doing this again. First of all, let me congratulate you. If you've tried monetizing your gifts before and you failed, congratulations. Now you know what not to do. And that in itself is invaluable. Experience experience is an asset that should propel you forward not something that should hold you back you have experiential knowledge on what not to do this is something people pay for people pay for courses people cut mentors people buy books just to know what not to do but here you are with live experience life experience on what not to do. So that actually puts you in a good place and at at an advantage, right? Unfortunately, you have given up at the first attempt. You know, it takes more than one attempt to success. In fact, for most of us, success comes after many failed attempts. So it will be um, a pity to waste failed attempts because 
Success comes after many failed attempts. There is no success without failure. I bet you've heard people say this over and over again. But maybe with this podcast, maybe it will sink in. Because I know this for a fact. Success comes after many failed attempts. And there is no success without failure. So if you have failed at monetizing your gift before, failed at starting a business before, take all that experience and let it propel you forward, right? Business involves managing a lot of moving parts, you know, so the chances of failure or failing at at least one of them is pretty high, you know, but once you get the hang of it, once you understand that you don't have to do everything alone, once you know the kind of skills that you need to get, once you understand how to grow things gradually and slowly and incrementally, once you gain the life skills that helps you build a business, it becomes easier the second time around, the third time around, the fourth time around. So please don't let your failures hold you back. Consider your failures as an asset. Consider them as assets. Now you can go back to the drawing board with the knowledge of what not to do and give it another go, okay? Number six, one of the reasons why you are not monetizing your gifts, and this one is huge. This I get to hear all the time. One of the reasons why you're not monetizing your gifts is because you're waiting for the right time to do so. You're waiting for a convenient time. You're waiting to have more time. Never going to happen. No such thing. There's no such thing as a convenient time. No such thing as a right time. Because there will always be something competing for your time, for your strength, for your energy, for your attention. Always, being an adult involves prioritizing. It involves making time. One of the big lessons you're going to learn as an adult, as a successful person, as a business owner, whatever it is you're trying to do, is that time is made and you have the ability and the capacity to make some. Time doesn't just happen it is made and it is made by prioritizing what it is you want to achieve what it is you want to invest this time in i'll give a very practical example i started recording this episode this particular episode that you're listening to right now at 4 a.m in the morning right 4 a.m in the morning The reason why I'm doing it at 4 a.m. is because I have a lot of things to do today, but I have prioritized recording this episode. So other people who might want to start a podcast would say, I would love to start a podcast, but I don't have time. They wake up maybe at 7 a.m. in the morning and get their day started. Absolutely nothing wrong with waking up at 7 a.m. But then you have lost out on three hours that you could have used for something else, possibly starting a podcast. So if I can wake up at, I actually woke up at 3.48, I did just a little bit of research on 
which I tried to do before recording. I also listen to the past episode just to be sure I'm not repeating myself before I start. So it takes me almost like an hour to prepare and then I go for it. This is something I have prioritized. I want to do it. I don't have to do it, but I want to do it. And so because I want to do it, I make the time. I make the time and I get it done. So stop waiting for a convenient time. And this is also a season now thing. Stop waiting for the season in your life where you feel everything will just align, right? The children are not around anymore. Maybe you're waiting for the season in your life where your children are no longer <clears throat> leaving with you. Maybe, you know, your empty nest season as it were, and you feel you have more time in your hands. You're waiting maybe for when you would retire. So you're not going to work every day. Um, you're waiting to when you have enough money for when you win the lottery, you know, you're just waiting for this perfect season. And every season comes with its own set of challenges. Every season comes with its own set of challenges. So there will never be a convenient time, right? Nothing could be further from the truth. So stop waiting. That mindset actually steals life from you, right? It steals life from you because you don't realize that you actually have the power, right, is in your hands. It's up to you to prioritize what you want to do and to make time for it. Everything that I've ever done outside of maybe my core business or with raising my family, those things that are, you know, um, clearly priority for me. Every other thing that I have wanted to do from writing my first book to creating my online course to even starting my business outside Nigeria... You know, all those other things, right? They all came from me making time. You know, I used to say that when I when I created my online course, how to start a ready-to-wear business in Nigeria. And, you know, if, if you want to start the business of fashion, I would recommend you just go ahead and take that course. It doesn't even matter if you're in Nigeria. It's a robust course that it took me a year to create. Anyway, this is not just about marketing that course, but this is saying it took me a year to make that course. It's something I wanted to do. So every day I would wake up at 4 a.m. And this waking up at 4 a.m. thing for me, if I have a project, that becomes my thing. I'm now used to it because I realized that those three hours or two hours, you know, where everybody is still asleep, there is no noise, there are no distractions, no children calling you, no phone ringing. That time is precious. That time is amazing. You know, that time is yours. You can make more time with that time, right? Within those hours. And I would wake up every day at 4 a.m. and put in about an hour, sometimes two, depending on um, the day of the week. Put in at least an hour. Um, and I did this until the course was ready. And I virtually did everything um, in, in putting that course together, except I think for the last part where I needed an um, an editor, you know, and I got an editor who helped me um, with that. You know, I did get some help. But in creating the core content, it took me a, a year of putting, you know, in the effort and, you know, you know, from inception to the end, I took a course on how to take an online course, you know. Then I created the online course. Then I got a team to help me with it. And then I created marketing material with another. Like it's a whole thing, but I made the time. 
and made the time. And when you make time, then other things don't suffer. So my core business didn't suffer. Same thing when I was writing the book. Anyway, I get I don't want to ramble on and all about this one. I hope you get the message. If you want to get it done, you have to make the time, not wait for the time. Right. Um, number seven. Another reason why you haven't monetized your gift is because you think you're too old. I know, I know, I know that people listening to this who are on this table, you think you are too old to start a new business. I don't know what gave us the impression that starting um, a new business was only for young people. You know, I don't know who gave us the impression that starting a new business wasn't something one could do even later in life. I did a bit of research and I'm just going to read some of my findings to you of some famous people that we all know and when they started their businesses. Now, if you're in the business of fashion, I know you know Vera Wang. Did you know that Vera Wang, who is um, an American fashion designer, one of the best American fashion designer there ever was, you know, of the, you know, she's still alive. <laughs> Vera Wang designed her very first dress at age 40. She didn't design any dress until she was 40 years old. She was in the industry, yes, but she didn't design her first dress until she was 40 years old. Can you imagine that? Henry Ford was 45 when he created the revolutionary Model T car in 1908. 45. Writer Henry Bernstein, he authored his first book. Or well, actually, he didn't author his first book at 96, but his first hit. So he had authored many books, but his first hit was at 96. So the point was, even at 96, he was still writing. He was still writing. Donald Fisher, the co-founder of Gap, he co-founded Gap at the age of 41. Bob Parsons started GoDaddy. And if you know GoDaddy, it's one of the most popular web domain companies out there. He, he, he started GoDaddy at the age of 47. Chip Wilson began Lululemon. I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning a few fashion people here because I know a lot of fashion people listen to me. Began Lululemon at 42. 42, right? And the list goes on and on. You can do your own research. The guy who co-founded Home Depot, Home Depot, sorry. He co-founded Home Depot at 50, right? So the list goes on and on, on and on. And there are many people who may not be this popular, but who are running a very successful businesses micro businesses, small businesses, right? And they're doing really well at it. I know a personal friend who started her fashion label at the age of 50. She's nearing 60 now and she's still doing it. And, you know, it's one of the things she absolutely loves now. And I met her um, when she was 50, actually. Just after she turned 50 was when I met her. And she started her fashion business and it's still running right now and running quite successfully. 
right? So there are many people, there are many people, you know, so please um, don't let age hold you back. Age is nothing but a number. When they say that, I know it's cliche, but it's true. You're only as old as you let yourself think you are. As long as you have life, you have every right to explore your talents, your gifts, and to do things that would make you feel fulfilled. As long as you have life, you have solutions to offer the world, solutions we are ready to pay for. So don't let age hold you back because you only get older. At this moment, this very moment, this is the youngest you will ever be. By tomorrow, you will get older. So getting old is not something you are going to overcome as it were. You know what I mean? Because you only get older. Getting old is something you need to celebrate. Or getting older is something you need to celebrate and something you need to embrace. Because there is nothing wrong with getting older. Getting older is not a stigma. And it's not something that should hold you back from living a big, robust life. Right? Um, okay, so number eight now, I think. Another reasons why reason why you're not um monetizing your gift is because and this one this one is one that um we are all on this table. All of us are on this table that I'm about to say right now. It's because you are afraid. Right? You're afraid. That's it. Let's just say that as it is. You're afraid. You you're afraid of failure. You're afraid of losing money. You're afraid of embarrassment. You're afraid of um, not getting it right. And this is legitimate. It's okay. Fear comes from caring. If you're trying to start something new, if you're trying to start something new, and you're not a little bit afraid about it, maybe you don't care enough. But if you care enough, you will be afraid. I'm not going to talk a lot about this because I want you to know that it is absolutely natural. Don't take fear as a reason not to do it. Now, I think that's the problem. Most people don't have a healthy relationship with fear. When they feel fear, they let it paralyze them. When they feel fear, they consider it maybe as a sign not to progress with something. Right. Um, when they feel fear, they talk themselves out of their own um, dreams and ambitions. That's not the role of fear. Fear for me tells me I'm human. So when I feel fear, it's, I'm reminded that I'm human. You know, I'm supposed to feel afraid. That's what human beings do. Fear tells me that I care. I care enough to do better, you know. Fear tells me there's an underlying reason why I'm feeling intimidated or feeling insecure and I need to explore what that reason is. Sometimes fear is telling me I am not prepared. So I go and get better prepared. It tells me I'm not well qualified. So I go and get qualified. 
It tells me I haven't done my research, so I go and do my research. It tells me I can't do it alone, do it alone, so I go and find partners. Sometimes fear is trying to tell you where the gaps are so that you can fill it. It's not trying to tell you you can't do it. It's not trying to tell you not to do it. Fear is maybe pointing you towards the direction of becoming more competent at something. So go and have a better relationship with fear. Fear is never supposed to hold you back. Sometimes it's a warning that, okay, maybe direction you're going is not the way you should be going. So you have to self-correct or change course. Fantastic. So go do that. What you can't do is let fear paralyze you, hold you back, steal the years from you. Because as long as you have breath in you, there will always be a reason to justify your fear. There will always be a reason not to do something. There will always be. There will always be a reason. But there's always also a reason to do it, to go for it, right? Um, So don't be afraid. But understand that fear is natural. Fear is human. Fear is healthy. Okay. Um, Number nine, I think. I'm wondering if we're going to get to 10. Okay, I think we're at number nine now. Another reason why you are not monetizing your gifts, and this one is an interesting one, is because you're comfortable. You're comfortable. You are doing well. You have a well-paying job or maybe a well a well um paying business you don't really need money you know as it were you consider yourself well to do um yeah so you're not monetizing your gift because you're like you know I don't need the money so why should I be monetizing a gift I will be the first to say that not all gifts need to be monetized you know I I said that in my book Far transfer from waistline to bottom line. And I, I know I've, I've mentioned this before. Not every gift needs to be monetized. Not all your gifts need to be monetized. Some gifts in your life are just to color your life. Just to make you happy. Just to make you happy. Right? So it's fine. It's fine if you don't want to become a professional singer, but you like to sing. All the same, you need to make sure that you are singing, whether you're singing in the choir, whether you're singing for fun, whatever it is, just do it, right? But you don't necessarily need to monetize every single gift. What you do need is multiple streams of income. Now, when you say you're comfortable, you know, it might mean that you're comfortable now. But most decisions we make now you know, decisions we are making now, sacrifices we are making now, are not for now. They are for our future selves. They are for our retirement years. They are for our legacy. They are for our children and their children. Multiple streams of income is no longer um, something that we need, we need to toy with. It's something we need to do. We need multiple streams of income because it's risky to just have the one. Anything can happen. If you don't have a job anymore, then what? If the investments you have fails, then what? 
If the business you're running right now crashes, then what? You know, having multiple streams of of income is like security as well. And even though you're comfortable, your comfort should also not hold you back, just like your fears should not hold you back. You know, your comfort might also be something that is preventing you from stretching yourself and stretching your mind. Running a business for me is not really just about making money. There is that because there's no other way really for me to measure success in business other than it is making money because that in itself is the definition of business. So don't get me wrong. Don't run this thing, you know, and think it should not be making money to be valid. It must make money to be valid. But beyond money, running a business teaches you about yourself. It stretches you to do more. It stretches you to learn more and to become a lifelong learner. It stretches you to trust more, to believe God more, even in practical ways. Running a business for me is faith at work every single day. It teaches you to lean on God better, teaches you to have more empathy. And of course, like I said, it's something you are doing for your future self. So comfort sometimes is not a good thing because it prevents us from exploring more of who we are, right? You can run several businesses. You can monetize several talents. And you know, sometimes monetizing your gifts is not even necessarily about starting a business. I give myself as an example. So one of the ways I'm monetizing my gifts is writing my books, right? So I don't have a publishing company. I've self-published one of my books. I have the option of traditional publishing where you get somebody else to publish the book and market the book for you. I can put my um, my writings online, right, and offer um, my platform, my blogs for advertising. So it, it, you don't necessarily have to build a traditional company where you employ and all of that, at least not in the beginning, right? There are different ways of monetizing your gift without actually um, building a business in that sense. It's a business, but you, you get what I'm saying. So please remember that your comfort should not hold you back. Running a business is more than making money presently. You know, now, most of the sacrifices we are making is not for us now, but it's for our future selves. It's a cumulative effect of trying new things that eventually brings about who we are. It's a journey of self-discovery. That's what I love most about starting a business and the journey of monetizing your gift, right? So please don't let your comfort hold you back. Just like I said before, don't let your um, fears hold you back. Um, Don't let your past failures hold you back. And don't let your present comforts, right, hold you back. Um, number five, and I think this is the last one, or rather I meant to say number 10. Number 10, another reason you are not monetizing your gift is because you did it already. Yeah, you're already running a business. 
you know just how challenging it was to do it before and you're not motivated to do it all over again right you did it before you're running a business right now but guess what you've only monetized one gift and you have created a platform that you have you can now build a lot more things on so don't think that just because yes you have monetized this one gift it means that you <laughs> it means that now you have a free pass you don't need to monetize anything again no no you can actually become a serial entrepreneur you can have more than one gift. In fact, I know you have more than one gift. Most creatives have more than one gift. Very few people have just the one. The beauty of building a business is creating um, platforms, right? Um, and building networks and creating infrastructure and having all this experience. You know what? You've done the hard part. You've created the platforms. You've had the experience. You've created the networks. You've joined. You're a part of the networks. You can now use this for several other businesses because you build other businesses on this foundation, right? Um, like I said, so I started my business of fashion and then I created an online course on fashion. Then I wrote a book based on my experience in business. Now I'm writing a second book which is um, a fictional memoir based on my experience in business, right? Um, now I've started my, my business in another part of the world, taking my business of, uh, of fashion international. You see, but I built that first, found, that foundation, you know, in my business. I, I built that first and now I can stack. I can build other things on it. So it would be such a pity if you've done all the work You've built this platform, you've built this foundation, you've built this infrastructure, you have this network. And that's it. You're not using it for more, right? You can use it for more and you should. Creating businesses is an exciting, exciting experience. It's something you, you know, you should lend yourself to every so often. Um, I'm not all about juggling a million and one things and running up and out like a headless chicken. You know, that's not about me. I, I know having multiple business comes with its own stressors. But if you pace yourself and give your time in between businesses, um, if you build teams and you delegate and you outsource, all these things make it less stressful. But by all means, especially, especially um, in this economy and with how volatile this, the business climate is right now, I think everybody should have at least two two. Um, businesses running um and you know you could you could very well invest money and have passive income and i think that is awesome i think everybody should have that as well but there's something about starting a business that just um allows you to build on what you have built before to build more on the foundations that you have built before and i think it would be it 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 will be um almost a waste if we don't do that right so you have built your successful business fantastic now consider what else this allows you to do and you go do it that's it that's it for today this is the second episode in the series um 10 reasons why you're not starting why, why you're not monetizing your business 
and we've gone over again but it's fine it's fine i think it's well worth it i want you to listen to this over and over again listen to all the excuses ask yourself you know am i afraid am i too comfortable um do i consider myself too old am i going through imposter syndrome right ask yourself confront your own excuses right confront them and when you find yourself in any one of these positions then know that these are just excuses that you have to walk past right you should you don't live in there you know you can create time you don't need to keep waiting for the convenient time if that's your excuse um your past failures don't need to hold you back your past failures should propel you forward because now you know what not to do you know, so go back and listen to these things over and over again. And please share. This is why I do it. I can't talk to everybody. I don't know everybody that might need to hear this, but maybe you know somebody. So please share this episode with somebody in your network or networks. Make it a habit every week when you listen to this to send it to somebody. It could be the difference between them being stuck or them moving forward. You know, let somebody else hear this thing and maybe they will be encouraged or inspired or motivated to take a step in the right direction. Right. That is why I do it. That is what this whole podcast that I have been running for all, all these years, that's why I do it. So please share, 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 share. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode. Thank you for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Bad Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.